Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil. Welcome, everybody. Hi, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, Neil? A little Coach Joe reference. I like that out there. Um, very good, man. So this is the uh, podcast number five, or we like or we like to call it in the business, the Kung Pao episode. Number five, the best <laughs> Star Wars movie was episode five. I think this is going to be our best podcast. This could be too. the best, the best, or at least the best Kung Pao episode we, we ever had. Ever, <laughs> ever, best ever, ever. Very good. So, um, just before, just uh, we like to start these things with a little recap of what's going on. Um, we still have not hit a hundred. But I feel confident this week. 100 listens. We're at 97. I mean, come on, I'm people. Feel, I'm let's, feeling let's confident. I'm feeling confident. And give us the feedback. Exactly. We appreciate Keep it. Keep it coming. And then the other thing that I was bugging me, and it's always... Another cool. thing that's bugging you? A lot of things bug me. But this this particular one was that we had... Uh, we talked about a song. We couldn't... The Bruce Springsteen song that the Mavericks covered. And we, we sang it. By the way, we sounded great. I don't know if you... Oh, it was in tune. <laughs> was perfect it? harmonies. <laughs> no, it sounded nice on Beautiful. the radio. Right? I was I was worried about that. I was worried about my singing voice. And I should. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all the... Anyway, we're going to... It was All That Heaven Will Allow. Great song. All That Heaven Will Allow. Yes, sir. It was, it was on the... Bruce, Bruce Springsteen Tunnel of Love album. Tunnel of Love. And the Mavericks, what album was that? Was it on the Mavericks album? It was on uh, What a Crying Shame. There you go. Their second MCA release. Very good. So also this week, we talk, we'll also talk about maybe kind of moving this to a bi-weekly versus a weekly. Now, Neil, bi-weekly, does that mean twice a week or every two weeks? I'm not sure. So here's our Latin lesson for the week, okay? Yes. And maybe for the year for that. It's too that I, I, I know it's February, but this might be the Latin lesson for, for the whole for the whole year. For the entire Bi, calendar yes. year. <laughs> Bi-weekly. And think of think of a bicycle, two wheels. There's two wheels on a bicycle. And a tricycle bi- has three. three right. so, so all right, so here's the question. If you had a triannual meeting, how often would that meeting occur? Either three times per year <laughs> or every three years. Every three years. All right, so that when you say now if we were doing this podcast semi-weekly oh i would have no friggin clue what that means that means that we'd be doing it twice a week oh so semi in half by twice capiche i don't understand <laughs> capiche means understand so the next time we do this podcast will be whenever we want to that is correct so listen it could be listen comment it subscribe be, it could be semi by well, you know, we, 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 we don't discriminate in this. In this uh, <laughs> see, that we need one of those boom boom for that one. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the uh, the big game this weekend, which is a... The big game between the New England Patriots... And the St... Oh, sorry. I said Los Angeles Rams. I would say St. Louis Rams. My goodness. Well, they were... The, yeah, they're back and forth. So the game, big stinker or great <sighs> defensive battle? No, I think I, I don't think I mean, there was a good couple of good defensive plays, um, but um, all in all, the it was just the Rams were just inept on offense. My favorite part of the whole game, what's that? Was at the beginning when the Rams came running out for the team introduction. Okay, their cheerleaders did that not a, see that. That was about the highlight of it. Yeah, <laughs> I was running around kind of uh, doing it, but I I did, I did watch the whole game. But yeah, first I mean, just to, the, first of all, let's go to our our predictions from last week. And see what happened here. So I, I picked 24-17 New England. Little high, but the right team. Right. You picked the 34-32 
for the Rams. Way off. <laughs> Not even <laughs> close. I mean, the offense was just awful. It was just ridiculous. Ridiculous yeah, happened. I was waiting to see that explosive uh-huh. offense come to life, uh-huh. and it did not. It did not. But I mean, it was. Um, but here, here's my. Here, here's all you need to know about the Super Bowl, just for the archives. When one of people look for this podcast for like you know historical reference of Super Bowl coverage, they're gonna want to know that a Goff had looked like a deer in the headlights. He just choked. He didn't. He, he was too nervous. Yes. And Belichick just out. Out coach. Oh wait, we have a sound clip from Bill Belichick. Oh, we do? here he is. <laughs> He's uh, somebody asked him, "How does it feel to win your sixth Super Bowl title?" Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, Tom went out. Yeah, I guess it was pretty good. Yeah, and then team team effort. Yeah, yeah. Moving on, moving on to the next season. There we go, Bill Belichick. Bill, Bill, thanks for coming by. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, exactly. He just he outcoached. So him. that game was. In- I can't believe Bill jo- Bill Belichick was actually here. Wow. <laughs> the game was played in Atlanta. That's right, Atlanta. At the new uh, Mercedes Mercedes Benz. Okay, some say Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes Benz. Do you think they sold Chick Fil A there, even though it was Sunday? <laughs> Good question. I'm gonna should I write that. I mean, I'm, I'm taking Put notes. It on the board. <laughs> Chicken, Chick Fil A. What? Well, Chick-fil-A at, at Super- Sunday football games. I don't think they sell it. Okay, we'll see. I don't, it's a, making a note, I don't know that. Actually, Neil, you know what? I What's didn't that? even watch the game. Uh-huh. I was watching Dr. Pimple Popper's Poppy Bowl. This is real. Yeah, it was a marathon yesterday. Uh-huh. Dr. Pimple Popper popping cysts. Okay. Whatever nomas and things like that. So we'll, we'll table that for All right, later. We, we got to we got to put that on the board, okay? Producer, please. And then also, I mean, we're not going to really have time to talk about climate change either, which we didn't talk about last week as well. Oh, no, we'll get to that. Oh, we're going to get to that a little bit? Okay, we will get to that a little we'll, bit later, maybe. We'll hopefully. get that. But I have a question for yes, you first. If you know any fans of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Today, would you say congratulations to them? How about Would I, you congratulate somebody for their team winning a championship? Yes, I would. Now, okay. I, 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 here's the thing, I'm, and I'm, I'm, usually I'm a, I'm a principal man, but I really don't want to do it. I did it last year to the Eagle fans. But wait, why would you congratulate them? What did they have to do with that victory? We really have to go to, I mean, do, do, because as, it, a, as a fan, don't you go, just look at the emotional scars you go up and down with a team. Sure. Become, so, but, but you had nothing to do with that victory. So if the Giants were to win a Super Bowl... I, I take credit for it. I don't think I would tell you congratulations. I would say I'm happy for you. I'd be I'm mad at you. I'd won. be mad at you. But I wouldn't congratulate you on it. It's not like you had a baby or anything like that. You know? No, my team won okay. the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, here's what I'd say. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Oh, well, you wouldn't congratulate me. No, because oh, okay. what I, did you do? I, I, get, I get the distinction. Okay. But I, I, but I did root hard. <laughs> and that's why they won. Yay. So um, yeah, enough about the game. It really, game was a was a snooze. Did you like any of the commercials? That's where I was going next. Um, yeah, I guess the big buzz with the commercials it was the um, NFL 100. Did you see that one? I did like that one. Now <coughs> Bud did not for really? whatever reason. I liked it. I like seeing all the older players. I don't think Bud would like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. He'll have to comment in why he didn't. <laughs> exactly. Our one listener. Exactly, one listener. Our biggest fan. <laughs> But I enjoyed seeing all, all the uh, old-time players there, getting into it yeah, with yeah. the younger, newer players. Absolutely. It was fun. I thought it was very fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, except for having Roger Goodell in it. I mean, if they could have had uh, – you know, if you can do 
a digitized version of Andy Warhol <laughs> eating Burger King, uh-huh. you could have had Pete Rozelle up there. You know? Oh, that was that. You know what? That was a nice touch. Pete Rozelle would have been. Uh, you're right. Which do you think Andy Warhol, if he were still alive, would have done the commercial? No. As a joke? No. No. Well, e- even just the goofiness of it, or the irony of it, do you think he'd go? Well, Wait, to, okay. no, I don't want to, but. Oh yes, that would be so ridiculous. Yes, I will. Do okay, it. to that point, did you hear the, the see the Stella commercial with the dude? With the dude and and what's the face from um, the horse face? Horse face and from horse. Sex and the City. She was. They were both playing their characters. Yes, and they by, were. By, I didn't like. I don't like either of those characters really. But you don't like the Big Lebowski, the dude. It's okay. It's not one of my favorite Coen Brother movies. Okay, this is our number five in our last podcast, right? <laughs> But we can I'm dis- out. We can discuss that later. Put that on the board. Wow, I, 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 I people can't. I just got a twinge in my. In my, in my I didn't say I didn't Elizabeth, like it. This is a big one. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it wasn't one of my favorites. Okay. That's all. all right. Um, all right. What about what about the uh, the Bud Light commercial with the uh, tie-in with the um, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was good. But who knew that corn syrup was in beer? Did you know that? I do now after a 20-minute commercial about them taking corn syrup everywhere. Good Lord, that was a little too much. I did. What, um, wait, wait, what did you like? I mean, did you? I, I kind of. Let's I, cut to the chase. What was your favorite one? I enjoyed the one with Jason Bateman as the elevator Of operator. course you did. You love that guy. He's funny, but I thought that suited him well. And the different floors were also kind of funny in uh-huh. and of themselves. So that was my favorite. The other really creepy one was the Robo Child for TurboTax. Yes, 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 yes. Creepy. Yeah, that, I actually did have the Hyundai demo. And I had we've we've talked about all the ones that I liked. It was a lot of not that they weren't that good overall. There was no. Uh, and it took a long time for the Clydesdales to show up. This is true. I mean, that was fourth quarter. But, but to the point, I think I don't. This that game was pretty short in time, wasn't it? It seemed like there wasn't a lot of breaks. I don't know. I felt like it took a year. <laughs> it was, it was painful to watch. If you were, uh, like, if, like for me, I love football, so I could, I get, I mean, feel, I can get into a field position game. But for the average fan, that's got to be, it's got to be tough. I was hoping the Rams punter would win MVP, but didn't happen. Maybe has a punter ever won MVP? They will one day. One day. We could only hope. One day soon. Yeah, how was your get-together? How was the, the bacon tater tots? We did not have bacon tater tots. Oh, you teased me with that. I did. We had uh, little roast beef sliders Ooh. with au jus. Ooh, very nice. What else did we have? We had that. We like, had, we you, had like, some... you, you like a horseradish on it? You don't... No. Oh, it's not horseradish. No, that's a little much. Uh-huh. We had some coup de thé. Huh? Coup de thé <laughs> with some uh, homemade blue cheese dip. Very nice. And then for dessert, Kelly did something a little different. A big oatmeal chocolate chip cookie, yeah. warm, mm-hmm. with ice cream on it and some chocolate syrup. And so caramel. instead of the brownie, yeah. with the oatmeal chocolate chip Yes. Cookie. Yeah, a little different, So, but so, so good. Very that, good. That, that is nice. So we had, a, um, yeah, we had, as I said, we had uh, my sister, my, my nephew, and uh, Josh and Susan. We went a little, I had, I had made, the, made those, uh, I made some smoked chicken wings. Oh, very nice. I have perfected the uh, spoke chicken wing for anybody out there who wants to have a contest with me. <clears throat> um, but because I think I got it down. I really do. I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready to go competition with these things. Now, uh, before the game, yeah. did you make 
your family listen to the podcast? I sh- no, I did not. I should have. But that being said, they were kind of um, being like the victim here. Like they don't, none, none of them will listen to them, listen, listen to it yet. And so, so I like, could say I could talk smack about each and every one of them. Exactly. And it wouldn't matter because <laughs> that's they wouldn't exactly listen. That's, okay. To, right. to that to that to that point, but the um, you know Josh and Susan came over, and Josh brought me a, bo- a bottle of bourbon for my birthday. Mm, when was my birthday, Scott? Oh, uh, happy birthday. That was in December. <laughs> exactly. Now, he did apologize that we haven't seen it. He, so, wait, your own that. son, <laughs> was it two months, two months late, a bottle of bourbon? Okay. Now, if he would listen to this, he would be, like, upset that we're talking about this. Well, he should be. <laughs> but he brought you bourbon. Bourbon. So very nice. And, and it was a nice bottle. And, uh, by the way, I, I'm not really, I'm really not upset that it was too late because we haven't seen each other. He had forgotten a couple of times. But the point being that bourbon. So, you know, we should. Do you love bourbon? I love my bourbon. And I've gone through this, um liquor thing but we should talk about that um this liquor journey through my life and we'll talk about that when we come back yeah let's uh let's take a break why don't we do climate change and then we'll get into your liquor through the years okay sounds good okay we'll be back right after this stay tuned Yeah, the big what was trending at halftime, the big joke was uh, Patriots 3, uh, Ram 0, Maroon 5. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, we're back on the OC Bombers podcast. We are now going to take a journey with Neil. Neil's alcohol journey through the years. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. I feel like maybe some like like a fiddle in the roof music should be playing in the background as you as you introduce that. If I were <laughs> I don't know. I just had that image in my head. Uh, this, okay. <laughs> anyway, so all right, we, we started talking about the bourbon, um, drank some bourbon, which we're actually having trying right now. Josh, it's really good stuff. Um, but many years ago, back in my twenties, I decided I, I I was drinking gin, and I decided that I was you know what I'm is at the time I was like I wanted to make this transition to vodka to, to vodka. I was like, vodka. I said, I'm going to start just I'm going to make I'm going to make a statement. Here. I'm going to go. My twenties will be my gin years. Was I drank twenty gin in my twenties. 30s was a vodka, 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 <laughs> vodka, and I drank Stolish, not Stolies. Loved the Stolies, very smooth. Had it in the freezer all, all, all through the decade of the. Uh, I guess that would be the night. That would be the 90s, and then um, 40s. I decided I was going to do my Scotch years and went through Scotch, and then my 50s, which I'm in currently, is my bourbon years. Just, just for, if anybody wants to know, um, next year, December 3rd, so last year you could buy, buy, buy me a bottle of bourbon. Because it's my last year in my 50s. Make a mental note there, Scott. I, I'm writing all this down. So have and you then, already scoped out what your 60s No, well, that's, oh, this is part of the plan. The 60s was gonna, is going to be a potpourri of, of different things. Like, for example, somebody mentioned a martini the other day. Maybe I'll start drinking martini. Maybe, maybe one year martini, one year highballs. You know, so just, I don't know yet. And then my 70s, I'm going to go back to recreational drugs. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Because so everything will be legal. Every and it all comes full circle. So when you say okay, in your twenties was gin. Yes. Straight gin, or you'd mix it no. up. Tom Collins. Same thing with. Yeah, that, it's the very. Vod, it's the funny. Vodka it's, it, years. It, 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 it's funny you say that. So the gin, I always, I never, I, I, I just drank tangerine, tangerine tonic with lime, and I was, I was an ugly drunk on, on gin. <laughs> or maybe it was my youth. I don't know. Either either it was a gin or my youth. But either one, it was a, It wasn't pretty sometimes. Now, my parents, when I was younger, I remember they would make Tom Collins mm-hmm. with gin. 
And when I would get a little sip of that, mm -hmm. I didn't care for that. I didn't care for alcohol until I was a little bit older. Okay. Even beer. Okay, okay, so, the, so throughout so, all the years you've had so beer. The, the vodka. Oh, yeah, that's a good point also. And the constant through that has been, my, has been Budweiser. Bud cans. Bud cans. And now just recently over the last 10 years, I've gone to Bud Lights. Trying to watch, because ah, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to watch my girlish figure. But if you're having beer, why not just have beer? Light, it's because, just like water. Well, well, let me just back up here. I could um, beep beep. <laughs> I could. I mean, when I'm now at the point of I'm having Bud Light, I'm usually having a couple of bourbons as I'm having the Bud Light. So it's kind of a, a compliment of the uh, of, of the bourbon. Does that Basically, make you're making a boiler maker <laughs> in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> yes, but anyway, get back to the vodka years. Vodka years. Vodka. Your thirties. Thirties. The nineties. I, st I started drinking. Start and this is before I acquired a taste. I was drinking like vodka and Seven Up. Okay. Then I went to vodka and club soda. Okay. Right? And I really did enjoy more that. sophisticated. More sophisticated. Then I just then the later the years I just had vodka right right on the rocks. Nothing. I just and it was it was beautiful. And, I, and, and after that, and then, and then, so then I went to the scotch years. Now, scotch was tough to acquire a taste for. Yeah, I do not care for scotch. But I, I prefer did. bourbon. And, and, and the thing with scotch is different, like, you know, there's the woody, the woody kind, like kind of has a more um, grainy mm -hmm. type of taste versus a, a, a drier taste. And um, I really didn't, I, and the thing about scotch also, it's very expensive. I mean, you can't buy a good <laughs> bottle of scotch for like, you know, like 60, 70 bucks. Um, and I'm cheap. So I ended up buying this blunt. I ended up settling on the doers for the, for the month. For, do for ours. the year. Do Kelly loves the do ours clubs when she goes to see Capitals games. Okay. <laughs> loves it. So in your 40s, I figured by then you're making some bank. You're right. settled in your career. You could afford a good bottle of scotch. Yes, I could. But, it, but, I, but here's the thing. I, I really didn't see any distinctive like value between like the $80 bottle of scotch and, and the $30 bottle of scotch. How's that? For me. But then the same thing happened with Scotch. I started with like Scotch and Soda, then Scotch and Club. Then Scotch and Soda. Great song by the Kingston Trio. There you go. Very good. Did Bud, you listen to the Kingston Trio when you were young? Bud had their greatest hits Who album. didn't? Yes. Do you have a go-to bourbon? Well, the, the um, go-to bourbon. Currently, I'm really, I'm still on the Jim Beam. That sounds kind good, of... Good, classic. Sounds kind nice of, and smooth. Sounds kind of pedestrian. I do not like... With the mark, maker's, maker's Mark, kind of the sweeter type of um, bourbons? Yeah, I started out for my little uh, whiskey journey. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I would always mix Jack and Coke because I liked it sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, one year at Christmas, Bud said, here, you're old enough, you should have it straight. So we had some wild turkey on the rocks. Oh, very nice. Went great. Uh, I also had a friend, my best man, lives in Kentucky, always trying to push straight bourbon sure. on me. And I, it was just too strong, but then all of a sudden it clicked, mm -hmm. and now I'm a changed man because of it. It's beautiful. But here, here's what people, for the better. Here's what people will tell you though. Um, like my not people, my niece, uh, Danny. Uh, maybe she'll listen to this podcast as I'm throwing out her name. She was a, a, a distributor for a liquor, comp, a liquor company out in, uh, in, in Colorado. And when I, I went out to Colorado, um, went out there for work, I would go. She did take me to this bourbon kind of tasting bar. She cringed because I was putting bourbon on the rocks. You have to drink it neat, is, is what they'll tell you. Well, I don't know. I've read different things about that. Sometimes the ice and the water helps uh, helps the flavor of the bourbon. I believe it does. And no, I don't. Can... I don't mind it neat, but if, but if, but you know, for sipping, it's just on the ice. It's nice. Then you get that. To me, the best part of a drink is that bottom half with the ice and the liquor. Just kind of mix has that perfect mix. As a matter of fact, if a bartender really knows me. 
they know not to touch my glass until I tell I tell them to to go. And if you know a bartender, they know you <laughs> exactly. And you know a lot of bartenders. <laughs> I do know a lot of bartenders. <laughs> Are you ready for a quiz? I think so. Okay, I have an alcohol quiz for Neil. Wow. He has not seen these questions, and I have not prepped him. So here we go. Neil's alcohol <clears throat> quiz. Here we go. Question number one. Number one. Here is a quote for you. Here's to alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Who said this? Ernest Hemingway, Foster Brooks, Homer J. Simpson, or Dean Martin? Oh, those are four tough choices. Four, four good drunks, by the way. I'm going to go with Foster Brooks. Damn. Homer J. Simpson. <laughs> Boy, that's pretty profound for Homer. Alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Question. For, wait, Foster Brooks was great on, on, uh, on Dean Martin's uh, roast. Well, right. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> Question number two. Bourbon whiskey is made from mash that consists of at least this percentage of corn or maize, as Native Americans would say, mm -hmm. and it's aged in new charred oak barrels. So what percentage of corn has to be in bourbon to make it bourbon? I believe it's 51%. Yes. I did a little research on bourbon. And scotch is made mostly from barley, apparently. Maybe that's why I don't like it. Okay, question number three, Neil. Number three. By the way, my number on the OC Bombers. Established in 1829. Do you think he'll be retired one day? Three? Your number for yes. the Bombers? Yes. Potentially. Okay. <laughs> you got to get at least, I think, 85% of the, okay. uh, the I, committee's I, vote. Okay. So you might have to do a little work there. I, 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 do I have to socialize it or do I need, I need the stats? Yeah, you, you better work on the stats uh, let's, a little let's, bit. There, let's, let's get back to the quiz. Question number three. Established in 1829. What is the oldest operating brewery company in the United States? Anheuser-Busch, Yingling, Pabst Brewing Company, or Barong Brewing Company? I never heard of the last one. But I'm going to go with uh, uh, the, the, the lager, Yingling. Yingling! If you're from, if, if, can I just say, if you meet somebody from Pennsylvania, they'll tell you that fact, the first thing they tell you when they get a Yingling in their hand. You know this is the oldest, right? Is that my, am I lying about that? You are not, sir. No. Are you ready for a vodka question? Sure. Number four? Number four. Traditionally, vodka. Who, who's, who's, who's the number four bomber? Uh, Randy. Yeah. Okay. Where is he? I hope he's listening. <laughs> exactly. Traditionally, vodka is made through the distillation and fermentation of cereal grains and this. I'm going to go with potato. Very good, Neil. Well, I'm, I'm, I know more about liquor than I thought. <laughs> I'm going to call you butter because you are on a roll. Woohoo! Question number five. Kung Pao. The Kung Pao question. True or false? Middle-aged and older occasional to moderate drinkers will outlive their teetotaler friends. Oh, I want it to be true. <laughs> true. Very good. So drink up, you middle-aged and older, occasional, moderate drinkers. All right, here we go. Question number six. Number six. I, I don't have anything for six. <laughs> Tequila is made from this plant. Oh, um, mezcal? Oh. What was the first one? What was that? Uh, oh, that was when we had to beep something. Why you... I ought to get you to... How the... Did I miss that? <laughs> I'm right. sorry, Neil. 
Not mescal. It is the blue agave. Agave. Mescal is the worm, isn't it? What is mescal? We looked that up for next week. I got, uh, I got the Chick- producer. Chick-fil-A on, on sand, and I got mescal. What does it mean? I got it. Okay. I think there's a worm, but I could be wrong. Question number seven. Number seven. In 2014, some Scandinavian state agencies recalled this alcoholic beverage until they could determine if it met local regulations regarding propylene glycol, an ingredient commonly found in antifreeze. Oh yeah, this was um, this was uh, Jägermeister. No, close. Think Shaggy. Oh, this is Fireball. Fireball whiskey. Wait a second. That was not a rumor. That that, that that was a rumor. That was really a. It's happened. Yes. So the that ingredient. That's not fake news. It's not fake. That ingredient. It's in a lot of other things too, and in small doses, you can consume it. Got it. So they were just checking to make sure it was good for you. So drink up. I hope so. Otherwise, Shaggy might be in trouble. <laughs> okay, multiple guess oh, question. Multiple guess question. question. By the way, this, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with this. I love it. I love. I'm these glad questions. you are. <laughs> question number eight. Who's eight on the bombers? Scotty McCarthy. Oh, hey. <laughs> number eight. Number eight in your program. Number one in your heart. <laughs> How many drinks per week makes a woman a quote unquote heavy drinker? Eight, 14, 18, or 21 drinks per week. Per week. So that's seven days in a week. So it's eight, 14. 18 or 21? Three a day or... I'll go with 18. Damn! Well, I, I got coffee in this game. <laughs> eight. Really? Just eight drinks. That's one a day. Hey. One and not even a quarter a day. What? I don't know. A bunch of lightweights made this quiz. Oh my, really? Yeah. What What's the stat for the man? Do you know that? The what now? Stats for the man. What makes a man a heavy drinker? What, do, you, do you know what the number is? I have no clue what that is. Can we look that up, please? Thank you. Question number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number, number nine. nine. In 1944, Trader Vic's claimed to have created this rum-based cocktail. However, Trader Vic's rival, Don the Beachcomber, claimed that they created it back in 1933. What cocktail is this? Um, I want to go with a... Um, it's, I'm, I'll, all right, can I just give you what I'm thinking in my head here? And then, uh, that's kind of the point of a quiz? <laughs> no, I'm thinking yes. da- either a daiquiri or a pina colada. Okay. They both have... Ra- I'm, going to go, I'm going to go with the pina colada. Was it the daiquiri? The Mai Tai. Damn! You know what? I should have went with that because I know you were you were big on the mai tais. Still <laughs> in Hawaii, you got to go with a mai tai or two or three or five or six. A now, day. What is, is it rum in the mai tai? Yes, lots of rum, uh, some amaretto, some lime juice, some other juices, pineapple juice. Very good. You could and uh, and but this is a big turning point. You don't like juices, but now you do. I do, thanks to a meprazole. Okay. <laughs> Yes, they'll be sponsoring us next week. <laughs> all the acid from all that. Wait a second. Do we have to disclose now what, what the side effects are? Are you? I, no, are you I don't di- care. Do you have diarrhea? No. You know what? Even if I did, I don't care. I can eat fruit now. Okay, good. And fruit juices. All right, your last question, right, number ten. Number ten. Number ten. Yes or no question. Do I like gin? No. <laughs> I cannot stand gin. We went to a, a no. 
Frederick Distillery uh-huh. and, and did a tasting. Yeah. So one of the easiest and first things most of these distilleries have is either vodka or gin. Mm-hmm. So there were three gins. I tasted the first one and I thought I was going to throw up. And I was burping it up the rest of the day. It was disgusting. It tastes like eating or drinking a Christmas tree. <laughs> Did not like it at all. I, I don't like gin. So there you go. You don't, Scott. I'm a bourbon guy. Scott. I like vodka. Gin. I like and rum. rum. You haven't had rum years. Yeah, um, well, Lisa's made up for that over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lisa. Um, so she's drinking enough rum for the both of us. But um, no, I have. But, but when I score on the quiz, I was I was on fire in the beginning. I think I probably got like six, five. No, uh, no, you got the gin one correct. Yeah, six. You got six. Six out of ten. That's sixty percent. Oh man, another failure. That's a D. Boo. That's least acceptable. <laughs> you pass. Exactly. Yay. <clears throat> That was fun. Do we make this? Do we make this this quiz thing a, a weekly thing, or do we give it a rest? Uh, we'll do it how, whenever how, we feel like doing how it. How will be organic, right? Whatever we want to do. Exactly. Beautiful. So, so our next podcast, we want to tease it a little bit. Sure. That we're we'll be coming up on the Oscars, so we might talk about some movies, maybe some nominees. We'll, uh, we'll maybe, see maybe, what happens. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll have a special guest, one one of the Oscar <sighs> actors. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Any actors, actors, we could do, like, you know, Bill Belichick was here. Right, true. We'll see who we can get. All right. The, like, whoever the producer books. All right. I mean, we, we got to tease somebody out there. Yes. We I'll do. see if Meryl Streep's available because, I, mean, I mean, I don't think she's nominated this year, but, you know. But. And she needs the work. Exactly. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Please leave us your feedback and please listen to the friggin' podcast. Please Let us know what you think. Please listen. All right. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.